the Six Pointer Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer Podcast. Immediate post-match reaction to Crystal Palace's 4-1 victory away at Vicarage Road this evening against Watford. Uh, I'm Matthew, I'm joined by my brother Luke. How are you feeling after that one? Glad however, mate. First win of 2022. Jumping for joy, had it not been for the few Guinnesses I've had, so enjoying it. <laughs> I was going to say, not much jumping going on here, but we jumped around four times when Palace scored four goals tonight. A bit of a, a rare occasion, and I'm going to challenge you to remember the last time we scored four goals away from home midweek. Port Bale, 1996. Okay, I've got the answer. So oh, good. Well, that's, that's good stat, good stat. One for our listeners to uh, to listen into. As always, at Six Pointer Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks to everyone who has been getting in touch over the last week. And thanks for everyone who enjoyed the, the pod over the weekend, um, live from the Bridge House Tavern in Penge. We're in quieter surroundings tonight in my in my living room, having just watched the uh, the Palace victory. Before we do get into the game itself, though, Luke, a t-shirt update. Everyone's gagging to find out what's going on. All will be revealed later, Matthew. We'll wait for that. Let's get into the business first, right? Oh, keeping us as suspenders. All right, fair enough. So, look, a uh, couple of changes for Palace tonight. Uh, Butland in goal, yep. between the sticks again. What's up with uh, Vicente? Is he uh, Well, I, I, I understand that he felt something behind his knee at half-time uh, on Saturday. That's why he came off and that's why uh, Jack played the second half. But um, I hope it's not too serious. From what I understand, it's not too serious. But um, perhaps just a precaution to arrest him this evening. And then Joel Wall was still out, so Klein um, stayed at right back again tonight. Um, Jimmy Mack uh, missed out to Will Hughes and Conor Gallagher came back in as well yeah, for yeah. IU. Um, I think that's a change, isn't it? Jean-Philippe as well started up front. Of course, sorry. Yeah, we had a striker today. Yeah. <laughs> that's the point we made uh, on the weekend, wasn't it? After uh, after the Chelsea game at home. So yeah, good to, good to see JPM um, start tonight. And, and he did really well, didn't he? And got us off to a... A positive start. What was it? How long was that? 10, 15 minutes in? Something like that. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was, it was a relatively positive start from Palace. I thought that um, showed a bit of attacking intent. Um, I think in general in the first half we were, the, we were the better team. I know we went in sort of 2 1 up and we're coming to, to come to the rest of it. But I think <clears throat> Palace, I think, uh, really limited Watford to I think, one shot on target and one the only chance I can think of was the one they scored from. Um, but yeah, really sort of. Not dominant, but commanding uh, performance from Palace in the first half. And you mentioned JPM's goal. Obviously, very lucky with the deflection from the edge of the box. It hit uh, defender and went over. Wrong-footed Ben Foster. But look, if you don't shoot, you don't score. The 15 minutes. I just checked. It's 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, we started relatively well, didn't we? Pretty much on the front foot. Um, probably deserved to, to go in the lead. Although, it was a bit of a dodgy uh, dodgy way to, to put the ball to the back of the net. Sort of wrong-footing Ben Foster in the Watford goal but fair enough and then it took a couple of minutes unfortunately didn't it for Palace that, to, to be level I think it was two three minutes yeah it wasn't much it was I think it was two corners in quick succession for Watford you, you were by, blaming Klein I wasn't sure about the role of the keeper but the, the ball came in sort of the front post didn't it and Sissoko was clearly the strongest man in the box to get the header on well for, for me it's just that uh, Butland was pushing Klein out as, he, as in he should have been pushing the, the bloke who was putting the pressure on the keeper out as well 
Um, so for me, he's got to protect his keeper a little bit more there. Um, but look, I mean, even if Jack had been able to get there, uh, you know, a little bit earlier, I think it was a, a great header at the near post, a lot of power in it. I'm not sure, even if he had been um, unimpeded, he would have been able to save that one. So uh, yeah, sometimes you have to say fair play. And then uh, sort of the game sort of ebbed and flowed in it for the next sort of half an hour. And just before half time, Palace got their uh, their lead back. Um, I just think rewards, really. Yeah, it was. We, we, were, we were growing and growing, weren't we, into the game. And I think the, the, the ball across from Mitchell, I think first time round didn't kind of come off, but it came back out to him. And he kind of hit it on the, on the bounce, didn't he? And uh, a wonderful sort of mm. spinning ball across the box, which Conor Gallagher picked up, knocked down from, from left to right, and a fantastic finish in the top left-hand corner. Um, sending the, the away ends in, into raptures fantastic goal and like you said uh, Tyrant Mitchell I think had throughout that first half delivered a a plethora of, of fantastic balls into the box um, sometimes first time touches other times you know been able to tee up his cross and that one was a, a, a great delivery into Conor Gallagher who sort of opens his body up doesn't really do much apart from opening his body up which gives him that space to that touch and then a fantastic finish. I think Marco Elise was expecting perhaps the, the touch onto him. Um, but no, a great finish from Conor Gallagher and made it all by just his, his body shape and showing that quality really of just by changing his uh, his stance there, giving him that space. Wrong foot in the Watford defender and Ben Foster's got no chance as he hits it into the top corner. Fantastic goal there, 2-1 Palace. So 2-1 at half-time. Come out second half, expecting big things because as we know... Our performances in the second half typically are, are strong this season, although we haven't always been as clinical as we needed to be. Recent games, um, prime examples of that. Um, and it took us kind of well, most of the half, didn't it, to get that, that third goal. Mm. Although Watford didn't really threaten, did they? They kind of huffed and puffed. Palace did pretty good of controlling the, the game. No, I, I must admit, I do I say fear for Watford. I do, I do think Watford are, are lacking that quality, that cutting edge, really. They've got... I think I said you pre-match three really good players and that's like nine up I saw you know in Saar Sissoko and Ben Foster I, I don't really see they've got much quality elsewhere um, yeah I, I did worry that it was going to be Storius Palace's season where we had so much dominance and so much sort of possession of the ball and chances and well not even chances but just, just, just sort of controlling the game and not really doing anything with it I was just waiting for Watford to pop up with a goal um, until Palace got the third yeah, Wilf back on uh, back on form. I guess you'd probably say certainly back into action. He had a bit of a quiet game, didn't he? But he certainly clicked up a few gears in the last five minutes. Um, good ball, sort of wide. Uh, good work, work. Sorry, wide by by Gallagher finds Ayu, and then he sort of progresses into the ball. Wasn't quite sure where where his sport was going to end up across the box, but he finds Wilf at the back post, who uh, who as I think we said was really bad defending. The yeah. right back nowhere near right. Wilf, and he, he sort of controls the ball, as a cup of tea, sits down for five minutes, and then sweeps it past um, Ben Foster. Yeah, great finish, but yeah, you have to question the defending from Watford. I mean, also from not only that for for AU to get the ball across, he has a lot of time and space to get the ball across. But then I think, like you say, Wilf has a touch there. Nobody closes him down. He's got a chance to switch over to his left foot and then finish, and then. Yeah, brilliant finish from uh, from Wilf and Ben Foster's got no chance, and that's what five minutes to go and. Three uh, one Palace. The game is the game is over there, isn't it? And all the nerves are put to rest. Well, and the stadium emptied, didn't it? As yeah. well, you know, you could see not just the players, but the fans were Fire really deflated by that. And then uh, I think it was the ninetieth minute. Um, Jimmy Mack uh, on the break with a, a really good ball. There was a question about whether there was a foul or not, but I think it's fifty fifty between Ayu and the 
Watford players, you and Matt picks it up, carries it, um, sort of about 20 yards or so, and then plays Wilfin with a, uh, a great um, long field ball, and um, it kind of does the rest, doesn't it? A good sort of angled shot. Um, no chance for Foster, who we said pulled his hand away because he like wanted it to go in because it was that good a finish. <laughs> I think the most pleasing thing for me with that was I think it was from a Watford corner, I think, or what, certainly a Watford attack. Certainly the attack. Yeah. yeah, and and the Palace were able to break away really, really clinically and um, do almost that that classic Palace counter attack, as it were. And yeah, Wolf whips it in, and like you said, I think Ben Foster uh, gave up halfway through in that one. I mean, look, it was, there was no way he was going to get there. It was a fantastic finish and. Um, two goals for Wilf who uh, after the first goal cupped his uh, ears to the Watford fans and didn't need to do anything else during the second goal because there was no one there we, we said it was important tonight that Palace got a result particularly mm. as you said at the start the first win of the calendar year but also because performances recently have been good but we just haven't been um, you know finishing off games been clinical enough so it was important to get a win tonight particularly given Saturday's game's another big one against another of the teams struggling on the bottom I do notice we're up to 11th tonight. You know, it does. Dizzy odds? Yeah, it, well, it gives us a bit of space between the bottom um, teams in the league. But actually, you know, that we're still not quite completely safe, are we, in that respect? You know, all it takes is a run and, you know, we're down in the mix again. Now, performances in the points is what I was, um, what I was saying is most important and we really need to start picking up those points. Tonight, I think pre match, I was nervous. <clears throat> I thought Roy would have had a some Palace's number in terms of. The players that he'd, he coached last year and uh, might have known how to deal with them a little bit better, but um, you know, obviously the fact that the Palace have had an influx of new blood um, mixed up enough that you couldn't really control the game too much. And yeah, I, I would have taken a point from tonight as long as Palace got three on Saturday. Um, I was targeting a minimum of four points out of these two games, so the fact we got three already fantastic. But Look, Palace have got to capitalise this and this now going into Saturday's game, even though Burnley got a, a good result at, at Spurs tonight. Yeah, it makes it another interesting one, doesn't mm. it, on the back of that? Although we played Watford on the back of their Villa exactly. result today, but still it's just, yeah, it's one of those ones where um, all it takes is for the opposition team to have a, a positive day and you have an off day and yeah. it, it can be a difficult game. But yeah, look, Palace did the job tonight. Go on then, T-shirts. They're in production, mate. They, they come from Ooh. Germany. Um, so going to be shipped into the country tomorrow. I understand. They are. Thank you for those guys that have been in touch and giving me their 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 um the sizes. Ems is giving me their sizes as well. So you know everyone's going to be wearing. I'm going to be representing. We're going to be out in the SBO in a couple of weeks. Um, so let me know uh, what you want, and I'll bring them out there. Um, merchandise store at the uh, the Blue Water Arena. <laughs> what about the UK fans? Where can they get theirs from? Get in touch, mate. Instagram, Twitter, at Six Point Podcast. Let me know what size you want. I'll sort you out the pricing and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. But they are class. <laughs> we expect nothing else from Six Point Podcast. Um, look, good result for us tonight. Really pleasing to get the first winner of 2022. Um, thanks for everyone for, for listening in again. Thanks for getting in touch. If you do want to get in touch at Six Point Podcast, Instagram and Twitter. Until then, get those t-shirt orders in. Uh, keep it locked and as always up, up the, the palace. palace The Six Pointer Podcast <laughs>